Well, we are thrilled to welcome on the athletic director of the Iowa State Cyclones. He's Jamie Pollard. He's on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. I'm Pete Mundo. Great to be with you guys each and every week. Jamie, let's just start off big picture. Digging out of this pandemic from where we were 12 months ago to where we are today. Take us through this. We're finally going to be back to normal this fall. What has this been like for you at Iowa State? And what do you think the future holds? Well, you know, you look back and we're no different than other people is it seems like, a, you know, the year went by really quick, but every day in that year seemed like it was molasses Um, because the planning, you know, you, you couldn't really plan too far out because no one had the answers to all the questions. So you felt like you were in daily triage, which just made every day seem so much harder Mm -hmm. yet the year went by so quick because we, you know, here we are a year later and, you know, we're moving on. So, um, you know, it, uh, I'm grateful that we went through it because I think we learned a lot about ourselves. Um, and I, you know, Iowa state obviously had a really great fall football season Mm -hmm. and that has really, you know, the fact that fans didn't get to enjoy it at the level that they would have originally thought if I would have said we were going to win the Fiesta Bowl. Um, So there's just this pent-up excitement for this coming year. So, you know, that's been kind of a positive out of the COVID year is I think we're getting a huge bounce back that's going far beyond where we were before COVID. Jamie, take me through uh, this football program. You mentioned some of the heights that this team has reached under Coach Campbell, and I don't know if anybody could have predicted this. I mean, you hired the guy. And you think back to what has taken place the last few years. What was it when you think back to the moment you hired Matt Campbell made you at least think this was a possibility? Well, you know, uh, it would be disingenuous not to recognize some of the people that came before Coach Campbell because I've talked about it. You know, the the journey to get where we've gotten at the Iowa State program is certainly Matt is, you know, the anchor on the baton. Um, But there were other people on the relay that did their part to put us in a position to have somebody like Matt Campbell have interest. And, you know, the facility improvements, the fan attendance, you know, all that came from Coach McCarney, Coach Chizik, Coach Rhodes, that all did their part to get us to a spot that we could say, now what are we looking for? for in our next coach and what we were looking for was somebody that had been a head coach because uh, the previous coaches had been assistants and I just had seen them struggle and spend so much time on personnel that it just felt like getting somebody that had already you know that could come and bring their staff Mm -hmm. and then secondly um, you know his just philosophically his staff from top to bottom I've described it as you know they weren't born on third base they were born in the dugout and they had to figure out how to get in the batters you know get on deck get in the batter's box get on base and then get around the bases and you know most of them started off in a division three dugout Mm -hmm. so they just have um, they're grounded they're grounded in the love of football and the love of the sport and the love of making uh, an impact in young men's lives and they don't get caught up on all the you know hysteria that goes with crossing home plate and it's amazing just to see how grounded they stay and you could see that from day one when we interviewed him and he's been exactly who he was in the interview he's been exactly who he was in all the research we did prior to the interview the man just doesn't waver through good or bad times Before we continue with Jamie Pollard, I want to take a moment out to thank you guys for listening to the podcast, but also ask you to leave a rating and a review on this podcast. Hit that subscribe button as well. 
Because guess what? That's how we continue to outrank the athletic, ESPN, CBS, and others when it comes to Big 12 podcasts. It's because of you and you hitting that subscribe button, rating, and reviewing this show. And that's why I'm sending you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. When you leave me a rating and a review and send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. I'll get you a Heartland College Sports koozie. Keep the beer cold all summer at the tailgates this fall as well. So thank you guys for doing that. It makes a huge difference. It'll take 30 seconds, and uh, we appreciate it. What would you say, Jamie, to an athletic director anywhere in this country who is basically, I mean, every every AD, it seems like, is probably trying to find the next Matt Campbell outside of the Blue Bloods that can basically pick and choose who they want to run their programs. What would you tell an AD who is trying to find the next Matt Campbell? Well, first of all, you've got to understand who you are and who you're not. And um, I think too many people, um, they they aspire to be somebody they're not. And then they get themselves into, um, you know, tough situations because they try to win press conferences and, you know, they try to take shortcuts. You know, in football, there's no shortcut to turning around a football program. You know, it's got to be brick by brick and it, it takes years. And that's why I go back to talking about Coach McCarney and Coach Chiswick and Coach Rhodes is, you know, each one of them played such a valuable part in building the foundation at Iowa State because you just don't show up and turn it over. Um, you know, basketball, whole different deal because you can change the, you know, trajectory of your program really quick with a couple of really good players. You know, football, I mean, it, it just, it takes an army. And um, so what I'd tell them is you, you just got to really understand who you are, have patience, and, um, you know, know what you're really looking for. And, you know, in our case, we just, you know, we, we had a really good feel of what we thought the type of person um we needed to take the baton from, you know, Coach Rhodes. Yeah. Do, do you think, Jamie, I mean, a lot of uh, people try to find a guy who's got a tie to a program and kind of sell that story. When you say winning press conferences, do you mean that, that something like that can be overrated? Because obviously Coach Campbell had no tie to the state, no tie to the program, and look how it's worked out. From a loyalty perspective and a wins perspective, do you think those things can be overrated that the media oftentimes loves? Not, not go beyond the media, just fans, fans right? Yeah, yeah, you fans. know, because yeah. people want to connect the dots, you know, and just because somebody can, we, we use a saying here at Iowa State, and most people, when I say it, look at me cross-eyed, because I'll tell our staff, you know, I don't believe we've got the best people in, you know, college athletics that working at Iowa State, okay? And why do I say that? Because there's a lot of really good people that work in college athletics, and not everybody wants to work in Ames, Iowa. So it'd be really disingenuous for me to say, we got the best people. What I do know is we've spent a great deal of time making sure we have the right people. And if we have the right people, then we'll have the best people for Iowa State. Um, as great as Coach Campbell is, he and I talk about it all the time. Just because he's successful here doesn't mean Coach Campbell would be successful at another place. I know what his recipe is. And there's other jobs around the country that he couldn't do what he does here because the job would require him to be somebody he's not. Coach Campbell is about two things, his personal family and his football family. And it's really hard to get him to, you know, come up for air and talk to you about anything else. And, you know, he can get away with that at Ames, Iowa, because our fans and, you know, our department, our, you know, our bureaucracy, you know, doesn't 
doesn't try to like make him become somebody he's not. He can just be the football coach. And some ways, I you know, I think back to you know, think Coach Snyder at Kansas State. I mean, he didn't have any ties to Kansas State. He was in a Hawkeye, yeah. you know, and and he he went there. And you know, now today people can't remember anybody before you know Bill Snyder, right? It was Bill Snyder was a K Stater. Well, Bill Snyder had a whole career before he went to K State. So yeah. <laughs> finding the right people. Uh, is really important, but to find the right people, you've got to know what, who the right people would be for your organization. And sometimes I think fans and media get caught up in like, who's the flavor of the month. And, you know, whenever there's a coaching change, you know, the media is really quick to have a story like here's 10 candidates. Right. And, you know, you or I could do that too, Mm -hmm. you know, just find the 10 most successful people, but that doesn't mean they're going to be the most successful people for whatever job, is available, they're going to be successful at a specific job. Yeah. Oh, guiltiest charge there. I mean, we love doing that in the media, Jamie. You know that. Well, um, <laughs> but it's human nature, right? It, it is. Because you know what? That's what your audience wants to hear, too. So <laughs> it's not your fault. You're, you know, you got to pay the bills, too. Uh, exactly right. Jamie Paul at Iowa State AD is joining us here. Speaking of lists, uh, Jamie, you know, you just signed an extension there at Iowa State, but with the Nebraska AD opening, your name did come up in some places. What can you share about any conversation that that did happen, any interest that was there? Was that ever a thing? Nebraska is a great program, has a great history. I have a, um, you know, a lot of admiration for you know Coach Osborne when both as a coach and when he was AD in the Big Twelve. Um, and my daughter goes to Nebraska. I love the city of Lincoln, but um, I love working at Iowa State, and I am, uh, uh, you know, not leaving Iowa State. I'm here. This we've worked really hard for 17 years to get this program in a spot. Um, I'll take it as flattery and a, and a huge compliment that there's folks in Nebraska that actually, you know, there was a day 17 years ago that the thought that the Iowa State athletics director that people in Nebraska would think that that's who they should go hire um, mm-hmm. because they, you know, rightfully so, they didn't look at our two programs as being comparable. And um, I would argue right now our program is ahead of their program. Yeah. And um, so I'll take that as a huge compliment. But um, Jamie Pollard uh, is a cyclone, and, and I'm going to continue to be a cyclone. Jamie, uh, let's go to the basketball court now. You know, Coach Ott's obviously your, your big hire here in the last couple of months, and you've been talking a lot about making sure that, that culture was right. This was a guy who obviously, unlike Coach Campbell, does know your culture. How much did that play a role for you, and what does that vision look like right now with this offseason underway for hoops? Had a, it was a huge part of it. I mean, TJ, uh, he and I worked together for eight years um, while he was here at Iowa State, and um, he worked for three of our, you know, former head coaches, and I was part of convincing the new head coaches on two separate occasions to consider keeping TJ on their staff in both Coach Hoiberg and in Coach Prohm. So um, we have a long track record together, and TJ is um, is an incredible human being, um, an awesome coach. I think the fact that he got a chance to go to South Dakota State and UNLV to kind of earn his stripes as a head coach, um, that we're going to um, get that added value because, you know, there, there's nothing um, – there's you can't replicate in any job what it's like to actually be the head um and so the fact that he got to go have that experience is invaluable to now getting to do it a third time here at Iowa State and you know what does it look like um boy he came in and again right fit he knows what it takes to win at Iowa State he was instrumental in you know recruiting 
many of our great players that are in the NBA right now, from George to Naz to Monte, you know, Matt Thomas, go down the list. And it's been fascinating to see how quickly, I mean, he completely turned over our roster in less than a month and, you know, got several transfers, um, solidified, you know, a great recruit in Tyrese Hunter, who is probably going to be one of the best point guards ever to play at Iowa State, and he hasn't even suited up yet. Um, And then has done a really good job on getting several commits um, for the next class. So, you know, he's already started to populate our roster in a way that gives everybody in Cycloneville um, hope. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jamie, last thing, I want to touch on the name, image, and likeness issue that's going into effect in in many states this week. Iowa is not one of them. Only Oklahoma and Texas in the Big 12 will have this name, image, and likeness uh, deal in place. What does this mean for you, for the program? How do you prepare with so much unknown about what's happening in Congress, if it's going to be federalized, what the NCAA's role is going to be? It's kind of in a messy place right now, Jamie. So how do you prepare for that as an AD and a program? Well, first of all, I would say um, I'm glad and I'm blessed that uh, Iowa didn't invoke a law. Um, Jack Widfer, who is the Speaker of the Majority House, um, is a former Cyclone football player, and he had talked to both Gary Barta and myself, and you know we both recommended not to have the state of Iowa do a law. And the reason we did is because we thought we'd be in this exact spot we're in right now, which I feel we have so much more flexibility to do what we want to do, where some states now, you know, the schools are kind of prescribed to what politicians decided they should do. And in our particular case, we didn't have that. So I I give Jack Widfer all the credit in the world for leading us through this as a a state representative to give us that flexibility. The issues that all of us are facing, whether you have a state law or you don't have a state law, are the same. You know, it's just it's a set of parameters that are you know, changing. There's a lot more questions than there's answers. Um, And we're all going to just have to evolve through what this is going to look like. I don't anticipate that tomorrow morning the world's going to end. July 1st is going to come and go. And, you know, student athletes have more rights tomorrow morning. But, you know, let's see how those get activated. And um, I think over the long haul, I don't foresee this being as big of deal as everybody thinks it is today, um, but time will tell. So you're not worried about any short-term ramifications on the recruiting side being recruited against over this issue? You do think it will work out? You know, as Coach Campbell so uh, eloquently says, if a young man, if that's their first question, then they probably aren't the right culture for Iowa State. You know, that's it'll great. work out just fine here. Yeah. You know, our Brock Purdy's, our Brees Hall's, if there's money to be made, they will find a way to have that, you know, same opportunity as anybody else. But I can tell you this, you know, Brock Purdy's got the second most uh, social media followers of any of our student athletes. David Carr, our national champion wrestler, has the most by three times. Um, Brock's done one tweet in a year. Greg Eisworth, our All-American safety, doesn't even have a social media account. Brees Hall's not spending any time worrying about it because Coach Campbell just, he's got a group of young men in that program that they selected that are more about, you know, what we're doing than what we're saying. That's a great line. That's a great way to put it. He's Iowa State AD, Jamie Pollard. They've got something very special going on up there in Ames, and we appreciate him joining us here on the show this week. Jamie, thank you so much for being here. All right. You have a great uh, 4th of July holiday. He's Jamie Pollard. Great stuff with him. Appreciate him joining the show. And before you leave us, hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. 
Subscribe to the podcast as well. It helps us tremendously. It's how we, as I mentioned every show, outrank the big dogs when it comes to Big 12 podcasts. Just look it up. We got them all beat on iTunes when you look up Big 12, okay? So there's a reason for that. It's because of you, and that's why I thank you by sending you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. Leave me a rating and a review and send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Love you guys. Appreciate you tuning in as always each and every week. we got much more coming up tomorrow right here on the podcast on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com.